Hey folks, welcome to a season-ending episode of the Impact Real Estate Podcast brought to you by Jackson Lucas Executive Search. My name is Julio Lara. I'm the producer of this podcast. I'm here with two gentlemen that make the podcast the best podcast in all of podcasting. I'm with Chris Papa and Michael Sonnen. What's up, fellas? Sonnen. Michael Sonnen. Oh, Sonnen. My bad. I mispronounced names all the Close time. Close enough, Sorry, man. Close enough. Sorry, my Sonnen. I was I'm just going to call you Mikey. Of his name. Damn. My bad. We still Season's have the best podcast in all of the, all of the We do in all podcasting world. <laughs> Season's greetings, fellas. Season's greetings. Hi. Happy holiday wishes from everyone at Jackson Lucas Executive Search. Um, we are going to wrap up this year, this season of the podcast with a bit of an overview of all the great interviews that you can listen to wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whether you go online at jacksonlucas.com to get your podcast there. Uh, we've done about, what, 40 interviews this year? No. I take that back. About 35 interviews this mm-hmm. year. Some of the best in the business. Um, a lot to go over, but we're going to make it quick today. Guys, let's talk about the season real quick. Um, yes. You know, Chris has hosted all of these. Michael, I know you were maybe part of, you know, half a dozen to about a dozen worth of interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll start with Chris because I think it's easier for him to remember right now because he's been a part of all the interviews. Do you have an interview this year that stands out as your favorite? Oh, uh, that's a tough one. Um, I really liked uh, um, David Clayhorn's interview from uh, Homes USA. Um, he, or excuse me, Help USA, because he kind of, his parents were involved with Catholic Charities when he was a kid, and then now he's involved with homeless shelters along those lines. So it's kind of like he grew up, he didn't grow up in the business, but his it's been passed along generation to generation of service, which I think is really cool. And giving back to the community. Um, and it's always good to, you know, Farrah Jackson role. I mean, she's been on the podcast a couple of times. It's always good to connect with her. So I would say, I would say, uh, I mean, so many good ones. Um, Shola Olatoye, Toye. She was with, uh, city of oakland but now she's with eden housing as their ceo i saw that um kareem hudson was great with genesis at the beginning of the of the year so um yeah there's there's a few that few that stand out but i i just knew i liked david's the first person we had on i think that's ever really done we do a lot of affordable housing like permanent housing but like non-permanent housing like shelters and stuff along those lines i think is pretty interesting michael do you have one that you enjoyed Either being a part of or listening to more than more than the other ones. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're all great, so it's a tough uh, it's tough to kind of pick one or two. Two stick out in my mind. Um, the first one we did with Stacy Kaplowitz was awesome, just because that was my first one, and you know, she kind of brought like kind of like a, a different type of entrepreneurial spirit into affordable housing development, which I thought was cool. Um, and she's just so passionate about kind of what she does and making sure things get built correctly and built period. Um, so it was cool to kind of hear her story. And then I really liked, uh, Norman Ray Dow. Yeah. I was hoping you said um, Norman. Yeah. He was, a, he was, I did two of those. Yeah. Two yeah, partner on that one. 
<laughs> he was very interesting. I I learned a lot from him. I mean, he was cool because, you know, his whole kind of upbringing and success is based on risk assessment. So he was, you know, he kind of educated our audience um, just about taking good risks and how you can't be scared and no fear. And he just went for it and it worked out for him. So he was a, you know, very energetic, uh, rambunctious guest of ours. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. I think I think this year, if I'm not mistaken, Pharaoh or Pharaoh uh, was our first two-time guest. Yeah, that she interviewed Actually, me. Three, yeah. So it'll be me. three because she did one with you, and then Norman was the first one we ever did where it was a two-parter. It was interesting yeah. when you guys suggested the interview, oh, the two-part interview during the first interview, and he was all about it. He was really <laughs> cool. And these people are you you know normally really busy, and you know they're. Um, Which one was your favorite one, Julio? My favorite was the one that Pharaoh did with you, the the interviewing and flipping it a little bit. Because I know that was something that we had talked about with her during her first interview with uh, the podcast. And we had sort of floated the idea of also of her, you know, being a co-host and participating. And, you know, she's gone through various life events Mm. uh, and sort of challenges in between the two. So I never come back and actually have that be a full circle thing. Uh, you know, as a producer, it was really cool to see kind of, you know, the seed be planted so long ago. And then even through COVID and uh, she's been married. She's married now. All these life events that have happened um, to ever come back and do an interview. And, and she did great. Uh, I think she was really nervous, too, about interviewing you. <laughs> I'm a very nervous. Yeah. Do you guys have a like a like a biggest? I know uh, you touched on it a little bit. Uh, Mike was uh, some of the stuff that you learned from from Norma's interview. But what about you, Chris? Was there any like lesson, overarching lesson from uh, this season that, you know, you take away from all the uh, episodes? Well, it's just interesting to see from January to, you know, to, to now, just, you know, the market shifted a lot with the interest rates. And so kind of the the mood going forward kind of changed. You could just see how it was just by the interviews. and But, like, you know, our, our podcast isn't necessarily about, like, what the you know, market trends and all that type of stuff, which is, we talk about that, but it's more about the, you know, the people's backgrounds and how they got to where they are. It's just nice to see a lot of, um, we have a pretty diverse, uh, pool of people that we, we interview. Uh, and we have folks from all across the country. Like we just interviewed Cameron who's in Salt Lake city or Provo. And so it was just nice. I don't know if I learned one thing, but it's, you can do this anywhere. You don't have to be in New York city or LA or San Francisco. Um, you know, you can do it anywhere and do it with any sort of asset class too. Because uh, we initially were focusing a lot on like the affordable side and then we kind of transitioned and like Norman was doing, talking about hotels and yeah, you don't, you're, not, you're only limited, you're not limited really by anything right now except for capital, <laughs> which is on the sidelines a bit. So uh, that's what I learned. Not to be repetitive, Mike, but is there anything else from uh, another lesson from from this yeah, season that you definitely, take definitely. I mean, I think two overarching kind of themes that stuck in my head are, you know, just hearing all these great stories about how people kind of become leaders and successful leaders. Um, I think two are, are patience and hard work. Um, you know, I think in every story, those are the two kind of common denominators of all these folks, just a lot of kind of confidence and patience and just putting in the hours and the time that they put in to do, you know, in doing what they love got them to where they are today. 
Um, and then Chris said it too. You know, I think uh, you know not that we're not that we're here to discuss market trends or anything like that, but just kind of how owners and developers they were so you know aggressive with acquisitions coming into the year and you know what are we going to buy? What's next? What's the next project we're going to do? And then kind of changed you know overnight with you know rising rates and um, you know owners becoming more defensive and focusing more on asset management and value add versus kind of new stuff. So I think that was kind of cool to see live how that pivoted so quickly with uh, the change in the kind of macro economy. Yeah. I think for me, uh, it's always been about like the, since we started the podcast and this is what now four, I think four seasons now and the, the podcast has stayed true to its, intent and like its mission its core is always about showing different journeys to real estate uh, or working in real estate um and i think you know chris makes a point of this um during his interviews is always to kind of steer it back to where like if you are listening to the podcast now whether that's on apple Podcasts, spotify or online at jackslucas.com um that there is a starting point to people um, you know, beginning their careers. And then, you know, obviously you fast forward to the the interview that's happening at that time. But um, just to see that journey, you, you don't there's it's not a linear path to for some people it is. And that's actually really cool to see, too, because um, I don't remember names off the top of my head. But there are people who are like, oh, I want to be I knew I wanted to be in real estate, you know, since I was a kid. Um and there are people who are like, no, I started as an accountant or I started as so-and-so and here I am now CEO of my own company. Mm. Um, it's really great to have those uh, sense testimonials of like, hey, you don't have to have this all figured out, you, you know, right off the bat. There is no extra points for that. You don't yep. make extra money for that. You, you just follow your passion and then at the end of the day, you end up um, where that passion leads you. So that's always a really cool lesson from, from the podcast for me. That's right, baby. Jackson there's no Stockholm. there's no shortcuts right but everyone everyone yeah absolutely taking a different path very true very true um well we still are in the, kind of in the holiday season but maybe yeah, I want baby. To switch the question maybe you want to switch the question around a little bit um because the original question was uh, what's on your recruiter wish list for the holiday season but oh um yeah, I think we could steer it around. I mean, what are the, I guess? What, uh, let's change it to um, what are what are what are what would be in uh, on a New Year? Uh, I'm sorry. What would be on a recruiter's um, New Year's resolutions list for you guys as you head into you know 2023? Well, we'll start like, with at, at, at answer the first one. I, I've been answering the first one. So there you go. I love when people come on our podcast and they actually have no idea what we do. And then they, they mm. learn that we're recruiters and then they kind of start telling us, oh, you know what? Maybe I don't love my job so much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny how, you know, some people kind of don't really know what we do or care. And then they learn that, you know, we're kind of in the business of helping people find new, new roles and level up their careers. And then they start kind of telling us about their situation and what they love and what they might not love. Um, but I think just going into next year, um, what was the question again, Julio? Sorry about that. What's, what is on your recruiter's um, New Year's resolution? What, what would a, what would a recruiter resolve for in twenty twenty three? 
New Year's resolutions for a recruiter? Help people get more jobs. There you go. Right? That's the name of the game. Better jobs. I, I, you know, we want to help people, you know, improve their families' lives and their own day-to-day, you know, their own, their own stress. We want to help people not be so stressed and just kind of get into a situation where they're just happy. So I think that's, that's like when I get, when I receive holiday texts from candidates or emails saying, you know, Merry Christmas or thanks so much for helping me get this job. That's, that's the re- rewarding part of it for me. Cause that means they're happy. And I, you know, I help them in the, in the smallest way. So more of that in 23. What about you, Chris? I just looking for more of a, I mean, we have such a great team at our firm. Um, so yeah, it is great to get to know these clients at such an intimate level when they come on the podcast. So, uh, I love that, but I, I would wish for more. I mean, people to follow their passion more, to give back more, um, use this platform and their platform to do good for the bigger, you know, broader audience in the broader world. Um, but also on a separate note, strictly business wise, like we, I like we're developing this compensation consulting organization, consulting platform. We have developed it. And so using that more with our clients too, to really be able to help them determine what they should be paying their employees, how they should be structuring their org chart. Um, I think it's just, it's so useful because a lot of these folks that we work with just really, uh, don't know exactly, you know what I mean? And so we have the opportunity, we, we have the benefit of looking under the hood of a thousand cars, not just one car, you know? And so we can kind of see how they all run and we can use that information to help other firms run better. So I'm looking forward to using that more this year. Very good resolutions all the way around. Um, what's your resolution? I what what do you want to do with this podcast, Julio? I want to take it to the next level. Um, you know, we've talked about some things that we want to do on the, you know, content front for the podcast. Um, we want to, uh, incorporate more video into it, create more content. Uh, I know you guys just hired a, a new director of, of marketing at Jackson Lucas mm-hmm. uh, to oversee everyone. So it'd be cool to work with her more and kind of figure out ways where we can leverage all this great content that we're getting from all these amazing guests and use those to distribute that information amongst a, a wider audience online. So um, that's the big one for the podcast in, in 2023. As we move into season number two of the Impact Real Estate Podcast, Presented by Jackson Lucas. Well, how many seasons do we have of the TBG one? We did three. So this will be season five. Well, season, season five. five. Don't discount five that. No, We're no, going to no. run out of guests. I, I, know. I didn't know if it was allowed to. to We're going to have to have TBG, the, so. the guests come dressed up with like fake mustaches on. Then come on. More again. repeat <laughs> guests. Let's, let's dip into season one's uh, guest list and <laughs> invite them out. Ladies. Well, it's the. It's time for the weather. The weather portion of this podcast is always, uh, guys. How's the weather over in uh, where you're at? It's freezing here. It's been in like the single digits in in the New York area. So, been trying to stay inside. It. I usually don't use the heat, but I've been using the heat. So, Mike runs hot. Are you? Mike runs hot. I run hot. Very hot. It's gonna run hotter because it's time for the hot. Oh shit. Oh. 
Hot Seat is sponsored by KK Reset. KK Reset is an HR management and outsourcing consulting firm that specializes in helping organizations to reset their culture, structure, and path. They do this through services which include comprehensive consultation to identify gaps and opportunities for corporate training programs, HR services, and career mapping services. They've collaborated with nonprofits, startups, and academic organizations to protect them from liabilities, reduce turnover, and preserve their brands. They have also collaborated with a number of my clients on the real estate front who are not large enough to have their own in-house HR program. So. They outsource it to KK Reset. KK Reset comes in, maybe sits on site a couple days a week and provides you know everything you need from an HR perspective for your, for your firm. So it's a great uh, resource for those shops who just maybe it doesn't make sense for them to have in-house HR function. Um, so please check them out at kkreset.com. K-K-R-E-S-E-T.com. All right. Time for the hot seat presented by KK Reset. Um, let's start with Mike. Uh, Mike... Um, Give me a music recommendation. Ooh. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Coldplay remixes, though. Really? So, like, you know, different, you know, like, take, like, Yellow, for example, and throw some kind of different jazzy tune behind it. Um, so that, that's that been pretty cool. So just uh, different spinoffs of, you know, iconic songs. I know Chris has a music recommendation because you know sometimes during the podcast we're able to see his 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 guitar in the background. So, uh, Chris, you got any music recommendations? Oh, jeez. Um, I just listened to the uh, "Don't Worry, Darling" original soundtrack, which is pretty interesting. It's old, a bunch of oldies on there. Um, River Tiber is a, is a is a kind of a group I just started listening to. A little bit. Um, my old one of my favorites is uh, Queens of the Stone Age, which is love them. And um, my girlfriend's been listening to. She just read a book by the lead singer of Japanese Breakfast, and so um, kind of listening to them a little bit too. Nice. You guys Chris are always asking I, Chris, for. Chris and I are always uh, singing Steve Miller band, so I'll go with that. I was gonna say, Mike's always got Steve Miller band. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, not to let you guys off the hook because you guys are always asking for book recommendations so what was the best book or not even what was the best thing you read in 2022 doesn't have to be a book could be an article I read Dune Um, that was a great book Um, what else did I read this year that was really great um, tipping no, uh, David and Goliath by uh, Malcolm Gladwell. It's a really good book. It sticks out. Interesting. How about you? I Mike read, doesn't read. Uh, I don't read much, to be honest. I did read. I did read Extreme Ownership by uh, by Jocko Willink, and oh, it's a yeah. really cool book. Whereas every chapter is two parts, and they. Uh, they compare the business case and the the Navy SEAL combat case. So it's uh-huh. like front lines, training and warfare, and then you have the business case that kind of reflects on. It's a, a lot about leadership, you know, managing up, managing down effectively. Um, just just things that you might overlook that are so you know useful when it comes to leadership. 
I'm just I'm just reading it the artist's way again, which is a good book. Um, and the the art of not the art of war, but the war of art. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, uh, next question: um, most memorable hire of the year. Ooh. Mm. In a good way or bad way? Just memorable in general, you know. We're always asking our, our guests about their most memorable deal. So I'm curious about you guys' most memorable hire of uh, 2020. I would say that. I would um, say our. Uh, go ahead, Poopy Pants. No, you, you, you. I mean, I mean, obviously, Lisa Flicker was a big hire. Like, she. You know, that's a huge hire. She's a brand name. Um, but that's that's kind of the obvious one for me. Um, but I just think with the. We brought in like. A number of different associate level folks this year coming out of college um back at and it's just been man they are so good this year it's like the best class of associates i've ever been around they're so integrated themselves so well and they're just like taking ownership and it's just it's so nice to have young hungry pleasant people smart people nice people to be working with i'm glad you went first because you took my answer (laughs) right out of my mouth or is there anyone that you guys have placed uh, um, during your work that that stands out, perhaps as someone who like, you know, came to you guys as like a really like, you know, I wouldn't call it dire, but it was like, you know, I could really use a change. And then once you were able to place them somewhere else, they're kind of their, you know, it reignited their passion, or there was a different, there was a different sense to like, you know, Mike, you talked about earlier in the interview, like today, about how, you know, you get those those emails or those letters from people who are like, Hey, thanks for, you know, helping me, you know, so-and-so is there anything that stands out to you in that, in that realm? I mean, I would say Stacy, like we met Stacy, um, at yeah. a conference. We played a uh, ping pong with her. Um, and, uh, we became friends with her and then we worked with our, like we, it wasn't necessarily the client needed somebody like her or we kind of like were, Wow, you got to meet this person. She's so wonderful and great. Blah 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 blah, and she does exactly what you do. And the client was like, "Okay, like I'll take a, I'll take a look." And then it all worked out, um, and she seems super happy. So um, that was a that was a feel good one because she became like our friend. Those are my favorite placements too. When maybe a client doesn't necessarily have an exact role open, but they meet someone that they're so that they like so much and. You know, they opportunistically meet them, and then they and then they have to strike when the iron's hot because you only get one crack at someone, right? So, I like those when someone's not looking and there's no expectation, and then a conversation turns into a new career, and and everyone's happy after that. You guys mentioned conferences uh, just right now. Is there a favorite conference that you guys had that you attended in 2022? Mm, Mike didn't go to. We didn't go to. Wasn't well, a big conference year for me. Mm-hmm. I did. That was a good um, one last year. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I did. Uh, ULI in Dallas was great. I really liked that one. Uh, and we held a Jackson Lucas held a dinner um, in New York City with a bunch of uh, HR executives, which was cool. So we started doing that for the first time, that holding cool our one. holding our, our own events. There you go. How did your uh, work make it? <laughs> how did your work make an impact in twenty twenty two? Just help people, you know, your help, you know, I mean, some people need more flexibility. Some people want more money. Some people want more responsibility. You know, it's it's just whatever the case may be. We just, we listen to people 
and we try, you know, on every first call I do, I ask, you know, what's your ideal role? So when someone talks about that, I really try to listen um, and try to find that for them. So I think just just helping people improve their families' lives and their own lives, I, I think that's what's big for me. Yeah, I would say that, um, I mean, a lot of it's, you know, ex- internally. I'll, Mike focused on external. I'll fo- focus on internally, like just having such a great work environment where people can be themselves. Um, we have internally, we have every sort of differentiator between types of people like you know every every label is represented it feels like um but there's no you know every there, there's not one way you're supposed to be which is why i think a lot of people love the firm so much it's not like you have to be this cookie cutter type of person in order to to work here um and so we really keep that uh open kind of loving cheesy as it sounds environment um, for everybody at the firm I'll mirror that too. I'll, I'll give a little shout out to our Jackson Lucas team because it truly is an amazing team of just hardworking, pleasant, um, genuine people who, who just want to be part of something great. Um, so it, it, the team has definitely grown quickly and it's exceeded my expectations as far as the quality of person. Um, and that's why I love our associate class too, because they kind of came in this year with no real working experience and they just fit in immediately into a very professional environment. So, um, shout out Jackson Lucas team for being so amazing. Shout out to you, Mike, for being hey, so amazing. You guys. Thank you, you Chris. And you that's too, what you guys talk about, uh, um, you Chris, too, and, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Chris, you talk <laughs> a lot about in your interviews about, about creating culture. Um, and, you know, when you hire a lot of people and you've built a good culture, it's, it's easy for, uh, it's easier for the the new hires to kind of blend into that culture if you've created the right one. And so I know that I know it's something that you guys talk about a lot from, or that's a lot of um, it's one of the questions that get that gets asked a lot during interviews. So it it sounds really cool to have it manifest itself over at uh, Jackson Lucas too. So that's pretty. Yeah, cool. man. We get to build whatever culture we want. Just got to maintain it. Last question of uh, today, and we thank everyone for listening, um, whether that's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or jacksonlucas.com. Uh, Chris, we end the year with, uh, tell me a joke. Oh, man. Um, I mean, I only have one I always go to. It's two peanuts walk down the street. <laughs> One's assaulted. I told that to my wife. One's I, I told that to my wife the other day. Did she like it? <laughs> It's, it's still funny. It's still funny. Michael, tell us a joke. T- tell is, us a joke. Mine is kind of horrifying, but how did the baby cross the road? <laughs> how? It was stapled to the chicken. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly baby. Uh, that's my joke. That's the first Sil- one that came to mind. Silly baby. Hey, you the passed baby, the... The baby was unharmed. You would, you would, you would, you would, the, it was, uh, it's clothes were stapled to the chicken. There you go. There you go. Just in case anyone's, the diaper or something. (laughs) You, well, you would have passed the test, the interview test. That's good. (laughs) I always use, now if anyone asks, if I tell that story, I always use Chris's joke, the assaulted one. I just, yeah, it just comes, it just comes easily. Yeah. Although I have, I have Googled dad jokes a couple of times during the season to see if I could, have one stay in my head. What was the other one? Oh, there was one. Uh, um, 
I tried to get a um I got a job at at the bank the other day, but they let me go because I lost interest. Oh, <laughs> baby. Well, Chris, uh opportunity now to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I'll let you take it home uh, as the host of the show. All right, folks, thanks for listening as always. Please subscribe. Listen, love, share with your friends. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, please email myself or Michael and or Michael. And please have a great 2023. Thank you.